as God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio, where naturals are the healing modalities of choice. With the 24-7, 365 Talk Radio signal heard worldwide, America Out Loud Talk Radio is now heard in your car, home, or office, smartphones, tablets, or any device. The entire platform has been built from the ground up with a great thought and enthusiasm and a vision that stretches far into the future. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist. I have a wonderful show for you today, but first, as I always do, I want to encourage each of you that no matter what your situation, a strong mind and body are powerful resources. I'm here to help equip and encourage you with those tools that create and maintain strong minds and strong bodies to keep you grounded and flourishing in this hectic, crazy world. So each week I share something new, something you can utilize to build that strong lifestyle and tips that are practical and easy to implement. So let's get right to it. Knowledge is power. Now we have been doing a mama bear series uh, from the beginning of this year, and I'm going to continue with that. I, I do have several amazing mothers, healthy, wonderful mothers that have done incredible things, uh, not just for their children, but for everybody else's children as well. Um, but today, uh, I actually changed my schedule to share with you something that happened to me. So I am continuing the Mama Bear series with an experience of my own, and this happened just last week, and I feel like it's important to share with you. But first, I'm going to lay some background. I'm going to back up to March 2018. And I'm going to give you some things that were in the news. So you may know this name, the World Economic Forum. They announced in March 2018, the next pandemic is coming. I'm going to read, this is from their website. Known incurable disease, diseases lurk in hidden reservoirs all over the world. Thousands of unknown viruses circulate around the globe and in labs, both for sake of experimentation and potentially also for nefarious purposes, research is conducted on biological agents to see if it's possible to make them more deadly. This is literally on their website, y'all, 2018. It goes on to say, in their recent blueprint for research on priority diseases that could cause pandemics, the World Health Organization <clears throat> added a new potential threat, disease X. Now, disease X stands for the unknown. So all of this is very um, haunting and fear sounding. It also says that the rest of the diseases on the list are already, uh, already known conditions. They include hemorrhagic fevers, Marburg, Lassa, Nipah, um, and other illnesses like MERS and SARS and Zika. So it says also in this article that viruses and bacteria can mutate and become more infectious or deadly or both, and there's a constant risk that new illnesses can find ways to jump, it literally says jump, jump from their host to humans. 
Okay, let me stop right there. Do they think we're fools? Seriously, they're going to jump from their host to humans? That's not how this works. So the fact that that's written there alone already, you know, I'm the the whole the whole article goes on and it, it sounds a lot like it. It it goes on to say a pandemic could come from mutated versions of an existent pathogen. Uh, now, there was fast forward a little bit in last March, just March of um, last year. There was another article, World Economic Forum. If you just Google it or search engine it, whatever you like to use, and you type in World Economic Forum, Disease X, many things will come up, including um, a video as well. Um, and you, you can see all of this. So just in the last year, they're talking about Disease X again. They go on to say, there is a risk that the disease can transmutate, so they cross barriers between species, and preparing for such risks is difficult. What? I don't know about you all, but I read Dr. Judy Mikovits's books, um, Plague of Corruption and Ending Plague, and that's not how it works. <laughs> they literally have to force that things that don't normally infect, that don't infect humans, they'd have to force it to infect it. And they'd have to do gain of function research in order to make that happen. So, um, but Bill Gates says that and this is also in this article says that diseases have been turned into weapons and they could pose one of the biggest risks to humanity. I can't believe he said that. I, I suppose he should know, right? So he's blatantly saying this. Um, it doesn't help also that our fears of these diseases that they're perpetuating are reflected in Hollywood films that show some frightening ways that can be transmitted and what's going to happen. So that background <laughs> um, sets the stage for what happened in my family. Um, I read January 7th, Disease X again, um, and that it's a combination of Ebola, Lhasa, COVID, uh, SARS. So we're talking hemorrhagic fever, upper respiratory infection, uh, flu-like symptoms as well. So all of these wrapped up into one it actually said that they're just out there mutating in animals um, like this soup, like mixing together. And then any day now we could get it. So I, you know, I read that, rolled my eyes, <laughs> kept going. Um, but I, I do want to know what, what they're talking about because <clears throat> they talked about COVID before it happened. So uh, I kept my eye on it. I kept reading. I uh, had some reports from some friends that work in Miami and said there were many cases of a very extreme flu-like upper respiratory hemorrhagic fever. Like they're naming all of these things um, and in in droves. Thought, wow, that's very interesting. So then comes in our youngest son who is in law enforcement and he is in his early 20s, still lives at home with us as he's saving for a house of his own um, closer to where he works. He is an incredible young man. He's smart, he's bright, he's healthy, he's physically active, just incredibly healthy young man. And he's like, I don't feel great. Like, okay, well, you know, I go into normal mama mode, like, oh, you don't feel good? Let me, let me, you know, make you tea and what doesn't feel good. So we have the regular conversations. He said his head 
was just throbbing. Well, lots of things could cause a headache. He was um, doing some training with his um, with his job that put him in expo- higher exposure to Wi-Fi radiation than normal. Now, we try to take as many precautions at home, and I'm doing lots of research on what you can ingest to help protect yourself from Wi-Fi radiation like ginkgo biloba. Um, all still uh, research uh, in the research stage, but all looking very promising. Uh, bee pollen, of course. But um, he had been exposed a couple days in a row, kind of heavy Wi-Fi scenarios. And I thought, well, that might answer your the question of why you have such a bad headache. He agreed. You know, we, we try to turn our router off at night and do do all the things, the, the Faraday covers, the Faraday bags, turning our phones off, uh, putting shungite all through the house and in our cars. So there's lots of things we can do. And by the way, if, if you haven't read it, I have a blog on Jana's All Natural that it says uh, 27 ways, I think, to reduce your Wi-Fi radiation. So, uh, you know, he's young. He's just going to bounce back. This is totally fine. So we did the normal things. I made a, a tea. My favorite tea for um, headache is meadowsweet and sometimes valerian if you need to sleep, but meadowsweet and lavender, chamomile, passion fruit, passion flower. These are really lovely for a headache. So I happened to have some of that already frozen and I just thawed it and made it for him. And then he said, that his throat was hurting a little bit and he had a little bit of a cough. So, you know, up to the game, pulled out the elderberry, wild cherry bark, just the normal things, just going on, like just almost on autopilot. I've been doing this so long. I know what the go-to is. Also recommended he drink some, um, we have a hydrogen water maker. I thought, oh, you know, do that. It's going to help your body kick off whatever you're fighting. And then of course I started doing those things too, because Mamas have to stay well so they can take care of their children, right? Um, so I started, you know, drinking the teas as well and just told him to take it easy. And he had the next couple days off. Perfect. So um, the next day I went to to work. I, I, I had some appointments and just make sure he was doing okay. And I said, just let me know. How are you doing? Well, he called me at one point and said, when are you coming home? He sounded terrible. I said, I can come home right now. I will, whatever you need. So as we do, because our kids come first above everything, our family does, I wrapped up what I was doing and, and I went home to find him in a terrible state. Okay, this is when I go from normal, oh, you need this or that, or let me help you with this or get some good rest to hyper overdrive. I feel like the adrenaline kicks in. And it's, it's like, um, emergency, it's an emergency go time. So, and this is why, because he was, he was sitting in a spot and he said, if he could have reached his phone. So he called me earlier, left his phone somewhere and he was sitting on the floor and he said, if he could have reached his phone, if he could have gotten to his phone, he was considering dialing 911. He said he hurt so bad and it hit him. So, you know, he felt poorly and then it hit him like a ton of bricks and he was on fire. He was so, so hot. And, and he said he was freezing. You know, we've heard that from, from our kids. And again, this is, this is my grown up. (laughs) This is my grown up child. Um, but when they're sick like that, it's, you know, I, I feel like they're little, little ones again. Uh, so 
I um, I helped him up, and he said that all of his joints and muscles ached so bad that he literally couldn't stand up. So he couldn't get anywhere to get water, to go to the bathroom, to to get help. Like this was terrifying. That this happened just in the course of a few hours from when I left for work and came home. So as we do. I, I, I just canceled everything. I canceled all my appointments. Um, you know, everything that I had going on, I just canceled them all, rescheduled some. Uh, and we do this because we will put our lives on hold to take care of our children. We'll cancel everything so we can be there for their every need. So, um, I was there to monitor his health and I wasn't going to go anywhere else. So I, I did that and I I thought, my goodness, I should be taking notes. So I wrote the date and everything that he'd said, everything that he drank or ate and every symptom, I took copious, copious notes. I felt like, you know, this, this was very important, not just for a record of his health. So think about that when your children get ill not just a record of what's going on with them, but you may need to share this with someone else um, about their health, Uh, but for others. And that's what I do all day long as I help people with their health. So I thought, well, if this is something my healthy young man um, is dealing with, then potentially others may be as well. And I wanted to be prepared um, and know what works and what, what doesn't. So going forward, I, you know, I wrote, wrote things down and, you know, with the onset of fever, congestion, heavy chest aches all over, massive headache. He said he felt like his head was about to explode and he'd never felt pain like this ever. And this is a tough guy, you know, this is a strong young man and he doesn't complain about pains. He's one time he broke his leg in soccer and he just kind of hobbled off and I'm like are you okay yeah I'm fine or he gets a big gash and he's bleeding he's like yeah I'll be fine you need to wash it off I mean he's he doesn't complain and he was definitely complaining I mean he, he was very 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 um he was in a lot of pain he was very ill so my mind's going I've never seen this combination of things before and sometimes <laughs> It's okay. Let's go back. It's never easy when your child is sick and it doesn't change on, on their age or honestly what their symptoms are. You still feel that tug of your heart and a little bit of panic. You know, your children are a piece of you. And when they're sick, you feel it deeply and seeing your child that sick can be frightening and heartbreaking. And so I know I do everything I can to comfort and love and give what's um, necessary for that child to be healthy again, physically, emotionally, nutritionally. Um, It's just hard to sit back and and watch after you've done everything you can and they're still not better or they're still not well, I should say, because he he did slowly get better. But... um, And then you can feel completely overwhelmed on the inside and then, of course, exhausted and helpless and you just have to wait. Um, And gosh, especially if they're complaining about something and you're doing everything you can and it's not making it all the way better. It's very, very challenging. So that's where I was. So 
I, I calmed myself down because he needs me to be together for him. But I thought, what do I do? So let me just tell you, if you all have friends that you are, are like your confidants, when something like this happens, reach out to them. There's no reason you should do this by yourself. And there may be something that you would know normally when your adrenaline's not up, when it's not your child, when it's maybe you or, you know, you read about it like, oh, I would do this. You might forget that in the moment because this is a little bit overwhelming. So that's what I did. I reached out to people I know and trust. Um, I reached out to the Looking for Healing crew. I looked out, uh, reached out to the Healing for the Ages crew. And I just said, hey, this is happening. And I'm a little suspicious that this might be what I've been reading, X. And I am... because it had all the symptoms of it that I've never seen put together at once. And he works a little further south um, and closer to Miami. So I thought potentially this, this could be this. And I wanted to pay very, very, very close attention. So I reached out to them and I reached out to um, a neighbor who's an ER doctor. And he, he understands natural things very well. He understands that's how, that's how I roll. Um, so I felt very comfortable with him. He's stitched us up before <laughs> in a pinch, you know, when we have injuries and, uh, I reached out to him and also one of the other mamas that, um, for powerful healing mother who I would love to have on the show, if I can get her on, she's a little bit shy, but, uh, I, I reached out to all of them and we put our heads together and it felt like I wasn't doing this alone. And I also let my child know what I was doing as well. So he felt like he had a team on his case. Well, I'm going to take a quick break um, and come back and tell you uh, some more about um, this process and and why I also still feel like this might have been the disease X that was being uh, touted. Uh, and also give you some of the, the things that I did, just share you share with you some of the remedies I had and give you some tips on how, how to how to manage when you're a little frightened and your child is so sick. So we'll be right back. I also want to thank uh, one of our sponsors, um, Energetic Health Institute, amazing school for amazing students just like you. You can join the EHI family and make tomorrow amazing energetichealthinstitute.org. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on americaoutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. 
Use CofixRx because it works. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart-healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Talk Radio on America Out Loud. And America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa, where we stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast on those same apps the apps are free and the mission is priceless. I also want to remind everyone to listen to Looking for Healing Talk Radio 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Monday with the amazing Dr. Brian Artis as your host. Tuesday with the lovely Nicola Burnett as your host. Wednesday with the incredible Dr. Henry Ely as your host. And Thursday, you've got me, Dr. Jana Schmidt, as your host. And on Friday, 11 a.m., we all come together to discuss current health topics, talk about our shows, just give little highlights, and take questions from you. Sometimes we get to a lot of questions, sometimes we only get to a few, but we do the best we can, and we really love your questions. And if you'd like to submit a question for us to discuss um, on our Friday show, you can go to americaoutloud.news, and you go to our shows and go to Looking for Healing, and there you can submit questions for us to discuss. Uh, we don't use full names. We might use your first name if you'd like, um, but give us a little bit of information, something for us to go on, nothing too, too vague, uh, so we can actually really um, share with you what we would do. It's definitely not um, medical advice, but we talk about it. We talk about what we would do for ourselves if we were in that situation, or if we know something specific that we can um, suggest to you. So back to our story of the day. Uh, this is a, just a recap. Uh, we were talking about the, the announcement for the past several years of disease X looming. Those were the words the World Economic Forum used, looming over us ready to pounce and the words were jump from one species to another to humans um, and create havoc. So I was talking about that and then I also shared that what's happened to us in the last uh, week was my youngest son came home and didn't feel good and it just escalated and it had it had all of the symptoms of these things that they are telling us they um, that are in disease X. So, you know, hemorrhagic fever, uh, body aches, respiratory illness, um, the, the list goes on and on. So 
I also said, don't do this by yourself. If you are sick or our loved one is sick, especially as a parent, you don't want to freak out. It's very easy to panic when you are faced with something you've never been faced with before. You know, if it's something, oh, I've had this cold before, or I've had a cough before, or an injury, it's pretty easy because you've been through it. You know, you made it through okay, you did just fine, and you knew what worked and what didn't. But when it's something new, it's not unusual to feel a little bit of panic. So I want to just encourage you, don't panic. Reach out to people who can help you. Reach out to people you trust. And for me, that was the Looking for Healing crew, the Healing for the Ages crew. Um, These are just brilliant people who I trust their opinion and they know me and they know me well. And I also reached out to one of our neighbors who we, we have a close relationship with too. And he's an ER doctor. Um, also work with several other um, MDs. Uh, surprisingly, they they really didn't have a lot of suggestions for me. One of them had a, a pretty good suggestion. I'm going to share um, what some of those suggestions were um, and what we felt worked. Um, but I just you know I want to remind you also, regardless of what the illness might be, parenting sick children can be exhausting mentally and physically. And sometimes we're ill too. Like it's not just us that's, it's not just a child. It's us, the family can get sick too. And you may be running on very little sleep. I know I did. I was up two nights in a row all night with one hand on him, you know, one ear listening um, for any little thing that might, um, might say that he needed me. I was listening to his breathing. I was checking his fever um, and we spend a lot of time caring for them and can sometimes neglect ourselves. So I just want to say, I'm not talking about self-care. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm thinking more like stewardship. Stewardship is taking care of the things placed in our care. And we are stewards of the bodies um, and souls God has given us to take care of. And as parents, that includes the children. We can't effectively parent or serve God well if we neglect our own spiritual, emotional, and spirit and, and physical needs. Uh, this, this is not about pampering ourselves. This is about doing what's necessary to fill us up so we can pour out. One good example is when your child is resting, that might be a really good opportunity for you to do some things for yourself <clears throat> so you stay well. So I'm going to share with you now some of the things that we initially went to, um, you know, I know, I know so many great natural health and healing types of things. So I immediately did an ionic foot bath. We have one of these at home. Um, I think it's wonderful. It helps recharge the body, helps oxygenate the cells. And we put, uh, we use Redmond's real sea salt in the foot bath. I did this immediately because even if you don't know what's going on, you can get the body working better, right? Whatever's happening, we want to support all body systems to work better. So uh, we did that. We did thieves oil. I also love hinoki oils, like a pine, a Japanese pine and lavender. We mix these um, together sometimes, or sometimes do them separately. I put thieves in a diffuser. I rubbed frankincense and MCT coconut oil on the bottoms of his feet. He was pretty sensitive everywhere, but the bottoms of his feet, he said, felt great with a foot massage. Um, we were uh, we immediately did for foreign protein cleanse by Global Healing, because 
there was obviously something foreign in his body and we wanted help. We wanted to have help with it. Um, elderberry, um, liquid vitamin D. I prefer to be outside, but at the first day that wasn't happening. He wasn't moving at all. He wanted to hold as still as he possibly could. So his head didn't hurt so bad. Even coughing was extremely painful to the head because this was a vascular headache. Um, we have a hydrogen water maker. We used hydrogen water and thyme tea with honey. This helped work so well for the respiratory issue. And then when I added propolis, wow, that this was something that really he immediately said, oh my goodness, this is wonderful. This is helping. So I want to just encourage thyme tea and just get dried thyme leaves. You can get fresh thyme leaves, brew them in water. And when it gets medium warm, not hot anymore, you can put honey in it. And we continue to do that. I even added uh, ginger as well to this. And I did notice when his the second day's throat was hurting really bad and was torn up. He felt like there were cuts all in his throat. So I increased the amount of honey in his tea and we added aspen park. So aspen bark extract is high in sicilic acid, as is willow bark. They um, And sicilic acid is what aspirin is high in, and that's what makes it work. So this helped with a little bit of pain relief topically, and evidently helped with his headache as well too. So the sicilic acid in the aspen bark extract along with honey, propolis, thyme, um, and ginger. When, um, when the phlegm was getting too heavy, we used elderberry, warm elderberry with lemon and honey, and this acts as a really great expectorant. He could more easily cough up that phlegm, which sadly was yellow than green before it got better, but it did get better. Um, the other thing that I, I noticed is that we do, well, we do an iodine test on the skin and you may have heard me mention this before. So we use the scalar Naskin iodine and we just literally put a drop on the skin and we notice how quickly it absorbs into the skin. If it absorbs really quickly, then we know that the body needs it. Um, if it doesn't absorb quickly, then clearly the body doesn't need it. So I did a, a quick test on his arm and it it sucked into his body. Like it was gone from his skin within an hour. So he was very deficient. So instead of giving him yet another thing to take, we just continued to put it on his skin, on the bottoms of his feet. And I watched how quickly it absorbed and we just kept doing this over and over and it actually took longer and longer for it absorbed. So I knew his body was utilizing it. I felt that was really important. Uh, now we know that there are venoms and poisons in the world and we know what things help protect the body, help block those receptors. So those can't attach to our, our cells and do damage. Um, things like nicotine, um, preferably in the form of a patch and neem and EEM. And that can be topically in a, in an oil or a cream, and that can also be in pill could also be in the fresh leaves. So I thought I would try, try these. He wasn't too keen on chewing the neem leaves. We have the tree in our yard, but I thought I could try one of the nicotine patches on him. And he didn't respond that it was, did anything different, but I knew it wasn't hurting. Um, so he felt some better, but the headache continued 
uh, into a sleepless night. It was very hard on him. He was very, very, very sore. Uh, but the next day we did all these other things again, and I added nebulizer because I think his congestion was part of the problem, and his head hurt so bad that he couldn't cough up the phlegm, so we used a nebulizer. And I, I think everyone should have a nebulizer in their home. So a nebulizer, actually I have a few different um, uh, recommendations on how to nebulize on my website uh, under blog. We particularly used... Um, eucalyptus oil and colloidal silver and this helped him breathe so much better i will i did ask after about two days in i said if you'd known this was coming what do you think you would have done ahead of time or different well one is he would have reduced the amount of emf exposure he had because he thought that may have been a catalyst but he also said he would have hydrated he would have really really hydrated because he stayed thirsty. No matter what he was drinking, how much he drank, he just felt like his body was so thirsty. And I think this was because of the fever, but he also said he would have, um, he would have hydrated with electrolytes and that, so that, that was a key to me. Also, he was, he did eat a little bit. It wasn't, this was not an illness where there was a lot of throwing up, um, which sometimes flu does that. So kind of keyed me in when, Someone said, oh, it must be flu B. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's flu B. But I made a chicken vegetable broth, chicken broth, veggie broth, bone broth, and loaded it with vegetables and then just gave him the broth. Now, later on, when he felt better, he was able to eat the vegetables from this broth, but he wanted that so much. He said he was craving salt. So we did give the body lots of good electrolytes um, through the broth and through coconut water. Uh, one other, um, oh gosh, I wish I could remember the homeopathic remedy I used for the throat, but I had some homeopathic throat drops that also helped lessen the, um, the pain in the throat so we could drink these wonderful broths. So this went on. We kept doing a variety <laughs> of things for him as he um, got better and better and better. And then he's like, oh, I'm all better, which he usually bounces right back if he feels bad. He's sick for maybe a few hours and bounces back. And he got up and started doing way too much and immediately that evening had a relapse and felt terrible again. So I thought that was very pertinent to note that to stick with resting and feeling better slowly and lean into that before jumping up and just going back to work or you know, whatever you're going to do, just to lay low for a little bit of time. Um, I also wanted to mention we have in the elderberry, we did vitamin C and it was global healings liquid C, which I, which I love when he felt like walking around again. Um, he just sat outside for, you know, a couple of hours rather than taking any vitamin D. So that was how it progressed. Um, and we just continued to do all the things that I mentioned. We included NAC once he was feeling better and eating a little bit more and chlorophyll. So those are the things that we did that seemed to work beautifully. I did have one MD say, hey, maybe you should have um, done chlorine dioxide. If he has another relapse, you might consider chlorine dioxide. And I have used chlorine dioxide in the past, but mostly just to purify water. 
um, not to take on a regular basis. So there's a lot of information out there on chlorine dioxide, um, but that wasn't our main thing that we that we utilized. So I think the main, uh, when it comes down to it, the nebulizer was very important um, and getting down that vascular headache was very important. We used a lot of aspen bark, propolis, honey, and um, the ginger tea, the thyme tea. These were all really um, very important in the healing process. So if if we hear of any other cases uh, sound just like this, I will absolutely share with you if there's anything that um, worked better um, or also worked the same because I feel like we we need to share this information with each other as often as we can and as early as we can just in case this is something that others deal with and we can help we can help long before my son did say you know through his pain at the first couple of days he said oh my goodness mom if I weren't already healthy, this would be really, really challenging. Like if I were by myself and not already healthy, this would have been more than I, I would have known what to do. So that that was a little alarming to me. So I, I want to encourage everyone to keep your immune system up, get good sunshine. You can apply coconut oil to the skin and that actually helps you absorb vitamin D better. Even in the winter months, some people living in places where you don't get much sun at all might want to actually supplement with vitamin D um, and stay hydrated. Avoid the junk food. Avoid the acidic foods. Avoid fast food as much as you can. Try to eat as fresh as you possibly can and keep your body as strong as possible. Stay hydrated um, and also just be aware of how you're feeling. You start to feel down, then back off a little bit and get some more rest. Sleep is really, really important. And that keep coming back to that EMF exposure. We definitely want to reduce EMF exposure whenever possible because I he felt like it was possibly a catalyst to why he got sick at all. And I think he's right. So I will, um, we're going to take another break and I'll come back. We'll talk about uh, a few other things about keeping your head on straight while you're um, taking care of uh, sick people in the family and clever ways to keep you well and strong through all of family illnesses. We'll be right back. Remember, all the Looking for Healing shows go to podcasts typically a day or two after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and also, quick reminder, the host of America Out Loud and Voice of a Nation and Viewpoint this Sunday is Malcolm. He is the founder of America Out Loud Talk Radio and America Out Loud Podcast Network. You can listen to him every Sunday. Don't miss it. Also, don't miss After Dark with Robin Andrew. After Dark will get you caught up on current events culture, politics, entertainment, and everything in between just before you retire at night. The show will have an array of engaging panels and guests to analyze and break down current events so you're prepared for the next day. You can tune in Monday through Friday as we wrap up the day called After Dark. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. 
This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's Chief Medical Board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It works. Go to AmericaOutLoud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Talk Radio. This is your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt. Thank you to Global Healing for being a sponsor of Looking for Healing Talk Radio. They create the finest supplements. I want to share specifically with you Global Healing's Quercetin. This is the one we use for myself and my family. Quercetin is a remarkable antioxidant designed with highly bioavailable ingredients to support your body's normal response to allergens, inflammation, histamines, etc. Experience an immune boost. Rely on Global Healing's Quercetin. And I do want to mention that I started taking this when my son started feeling bad because I thought, well, <laughs> I know this works for my body and it's going to help me. You can be sure to visit AmericaOutloud.shop. And you can get 15% off when you use the code OUTLOUD. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and then you can enter the code for that special discount. You can get great deals from all of our wonderful OUTLOUD sponsors. So let's review my mama bear moment. You know, I think back how I, how I shared that. Even though it seemed as though I was frantically doing a variety of things to help my son heal, there was some thought behind it. I knew what helped him specifically in the past with fever, headaches, etc. I knew how his body reacted to these things and and what would be successful. So I kind of leaned into those remedies that I already knew he he was familiar with as well. 
And each person is different. Each person may respond differently to various treatments. And moms, you know your children best. Trust your instinct. Trust it. You know that sound they make when they're in distress or the sound they make when they're just whining for attention. You know this. You know how warm their feel their forehead feels on a daily basis as you touch them or kiss their heads. So you can tell when it's a couple of degrees warmer. I almost never used a thermometer. I would just like lean my head against their forehead and like, oh, yep, they they have a fever. You know, it's it's so easy when you know your children to know when something's off. So watch for those signs and you can take care of them early on and and nip this thing, you know, these colds or whatever in the bud. It's going to happen. Our bodies are going to go through things and we're going to get stronger for them. But I also want to remind you, connect with those people that you trust to come alongside you. Even if it's just over the phone or text, these people can help you navigate healing for your child you don't have to do it on your own I have to be honest like I there were a couple things that I know and I just hadn't thought of that some of these people mentioned I'm like oh yeah that's right I've got that right here thank you so much it's because I was in in this mode of like okay well thinking 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 and I had a little bit of like I've got to do this quickly I can't wait um, I also just want to say that those types of people that you reach out to could be a trusted friend, natural healing providers, pastor, MDs, RNPA. It could be a chiropractor. It could be a variety of different people. You'll know who to reach out to. Maybe reach out to everybody. It's kind of, I reached out to many people. I neglected to mention that from the moment he told me he wasn't feeling well, I prayed for him specifically and throughout this healing journey. Now, we as mamas pray for our children regularly, but also this was more specific. I prayed for his body to heal, for his comfort while it heals, for his body to respond really well to the God-given naturals provided. But I also prayed for myself that I would know and listen, listen well for the steps I should take to facilitate him getting well. And I also prayed to learn as much as I can through this to help him, to help my family, to help others. Like there's got to be some lessons through this that uh, we can gain for the bigger picture. We prayed together as well. It's important to me that he knows I'm ultimately relying on God, our creator who lovingly made us to guide us through through whatever we need to get through, uh, including him being ill. So those are some some takeaway notes um and i do want to say reduce your emf exposure whenever possible and you know i just randomly just threw out emf exposure and for those of you who may not know what emf um, exposure is this is a form of radiation comprised of electrical and or magnetic fields we encounter an onslaught of them every day you guys just Constantly, cell phones, computers, iPads, Wi-Fi routers, microwaves, Bluetooth, baby monitors, overhead power lines, fluorescent lighting, transformers, cell phone towers, smart appliances. It's part of our modern life. Now, while these modern technologies often seem necessary, they also emit harmful EMFs that negatively affect every person's health. It can weaken us. So... It does, EMF contributes to numerous health concerns, including dizziness, heart fatigue, heart palpitations, 
insomnia, headaches, cognitive function. It goes on and on. And people who are really sensitive can even feel burning skin and nausea. Um, it can increase our risk of getting ill. So much research has been done. There, um, there is a you know, and of course with the increasing wireless network of five G, this is just the health issues are going to become more and more severe. This is my belief. So it's important to reduce it as much as possible, or mitigate it, or even block it. There's lots of ways to do it. Um, and there's a really great book I've mentioned before on, on another show called The Non-Tinfoil Guide to EMFs by Nick Penolte. And it's spelled P-I-N-E-A-U-L-T. He is brilliant. This is a great read. Um, it's actually pretty good for people that might not believe there's anything to this. You know, oh yeah, EMFs, whatever. Um, it will change their mind. Um, but it's also great for people who already know that this is this is something to be aware of because it gives so many good facts and good talking points where we can share with others. And it helps remind us as well. So I highly recommend that book. Um, there's a documentary out there specifically for chil- uh, about children and EMFs. It's called Zapped. Um, I think it's pretty accessible. Um, and it's talking about schools and uh, Wi-Fi radiation and what's causing. So I'm just going to run through a few things that I mentioned were on my blog on how to reduce it because I think this is going to help us stay well overall no matter what comes our way. Um, it's really important to have an EMF detector. Uh, get a, a detector so you know when it's high and when it's low. I like to use a tri-field meter. You can find those all over. They're easy to find, tri-field meter. Um, you can turn your bedroom into a wireless sanctuary and you may require that of everyone in the house. You know, quite often when I say things like, okay, no phones in your rooms when you go to sleep, it didn't, it didn't really sink in until I read some excerpts, some from this book I mentioned, the non-temple guide to EMFs and some from others. Um, I'm trying to remember in this, oh, Visible Rainbow, I think, is one. There's many. Um, but I, I would read literally out loud <laughs> breakfast or when I had someone's attention. If I'm not driving and I was in the car, I might read like, hey, you guys listen to this. And it suddenly hit home. And then they were way, all my family was way more on board with, yep, I'm just going to turn my phone off or I'll leave it in the living room. I don't need to bring it into my room. So, uh, it may be up to you all, whoever's listening to this, to be that person in your family to really educate your family about what's going on, and it'll be to the betterment of everyone's health. I'm not a fan of electric blankets. This is going to also emit some EMF, some dirty electricity into the into the body, right on the body. Um, I use battery-powered fire detectors instead of the wireless, so it's not this constant signal back and forth um also moving your bed away from the wall so it's not touching i'm thinking about the electrical things going through the walls and you guys ditch the bluetooth it's not it's really not worth it to radiate your head right up against it i have to tell you i don't know if you know this but in the small print of our smartphones uh, most of us have smartphones it says if you ever put your phone up to your ear ever while it's on, while you're on a call, you've exceeded safety limits by the FDA. Like, it's dangerous. 
everybody does this. Everyone uses their phone like a phone, right? Oh, so it's dangerous. It's just getting more and more uh, dangerous. And we can just use a speakerphone and put it on the, and not hold it in our hand if possible. That's going to reduce it tremendously. So it's easy to do these. Um, you know, one other thing, cordless phones, those cordless phones before the cell phones, those have really high EMFs too. So I would ditch the cordless phone, either corded or have one that, you know, you can put on speakerphone. If you do have a cordless phone, you can use it on speakerphone and put it away from you. Um, I would replace all fluorescent bulbs with traditional, if you can get rid of the compact fluorescent bulbs or regular fluorescent bulbs, I know it's harder and harder, but I've been finding the traditional bulbs at estate sales. Pretty cool idea. Uh, and replace them. It's going to be better to put your phone in airplane mode when you don't need it. Um, be aware that eating in high EMF areas makes it difficult to digest your food. If you um, are sitting near a Wi-Fi router or with your laptop in your lap while you're eating, it's going to make it harder and harder for you to digest. And if you put your phone in, on your belly, it's going to make it hard to digest. Also, it destroys the natural bacteria, the good bacteria in your belly when you have your phone, your computer right there on your lap. So just and I'm just giving you guys the information. I didn't make this up. This is just scientific facts. Uh, avoid smart appliances. Literally throw away your microwave. I would never use a microwave for anything. It's just degrading your food, degrading everything around it and harming anything in its path. Um, EMF friendly headsets. AirPods are dangerous. I know some of you are not going to be happy for me to say that, but they're not good for you. Uh, replace wireless baby monitors with wired ones. If you can remove your metal fillings, this is going to help. Remove your smart meters, replace with analog. Your your power company can do this. Don't let them tell you they can't. Um, don't ever charge your phone on wireless chargers um, or near, like, near your bed, near where you sleep. And some stickers, pendants, EMF things can work, but be advised, not all work as claimed. In fact, Many don't work as claimed. Do your research on these quality products. Um, and so you can get the good ones. Uh, I personally love Shungite. Uh, it's a really good one. Um, women, never place your cell phone in your bra. It's not a good idea. Men, don't put them in your pockets. It's going to uh, do some damage to your productive system. Um, and try to ground your body. Go outside barefoot if possible. I know it's getting a little cold out there. Um, I also personally sleep with a wellness blanket. Um, and if you go to the wellness blanket uh, website, you'll actually get a discount if you use all natural 10 for savings. Uh, it's really it's really amazing. I, I really love it. Um, what else? Um, Shungite, yep, I mentioned Shungite. And you can go to my website and read more about Shungite. But before we wrap it up, I wanted just to share some of the recipes that I made during... <laughs> During this time, um, helping my son, I made extra. I knew that um, he would need it, I would need it, other members of our family. Uh, we put together an, an immune tea. We love elderflowers. Um, so we put elderflowers, um, one part elderflower, one part thyme, one part powder arco, half part oregano, one tablespoon of honey, and a half a tablespoon of propolis. So that was the immune tea. 
and I would change it up a little bit here and there, but that was pretty much the base of the immune tea. And then our phlegm buster, and this has been a favorite in the family for many years, is one part elderberry, half part lemon, one tablespoon of honey, and in very warm water. And just sip on it, and it literally breaks up the phlegm. So you can spit it out. Um, the foot rub, uh, I'll mention that again, MCT coconut oil with some drops of frankincense, about four drops of frankincense, four drops of lavender. These are soothing, immune, um, supportive, and relaxing. So I just want to thank you so much for uh, letting me share with you my mama bear healing week with you uh, through initial panic, <laughs> through followed by calm and focused action to complete healing and we're rejoicing for that right now and thanking God that his immune system is stronger than ever. And we come away with some knowledge of, of healing and what needs to be done to help the body. So thanks again. I also want to share another show with you that comes on at 4 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. This is called The Voice of Dr. Yan. It's with Dr. Li Min Yan. I have met her before a couple times, and she's lovely, smart, brave. Um, you'll hear Dr. Yan's views on the latest news, super interesting topics, as well as exclusive intelligence about the CCP. So she's a medical doctor, PhD, virologist, and she was educated um, top schools. She's amazing. Uh, she definitely has some inside information to what's happening um, she had inside information to ha what's happening, what happened with COVID and bioweapons and international research. So I uh, highly recommend listening to Dr. Yan's show. And I look forward to you all each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Uh, for Looking for Healing. We will continue to learn and grow in the realm of natural health. And we're going to continue the Mama Bear series with some interviews coming up the next couple weeks. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt wishing you God's blessings in knowledge, wisdom, and abundant health.